Well, hello, teachers, and welcome back to another episode of the Teaching Middle School ELA podcast. Caitlin here with you guys. And Jessica, hey, everybody, and happy August. Happy August. We're coming off of a whole month of writing in July. Just loved it. So much fun. But now it's like we're in back to school mode and that's equally exciting. Yeah. I like kind of like the compartmentalization of like different ideas and topics to talk about per month. It's kind of like each month brings like a new hope, a new energy, a new vibe. Yeah. I just love it a lot. Um, So we're really excited to dive into today's episode, our first episode of August. And it's actually 22 questions that we're going to walk you through to ask yourself in order to thrive this school year, you know, our, one of our main mottos at EB academics is be, do thrive. You know, if you've read our book, the empowered ELA teacher, you've seen it online, you know, that's kind of like a driving force behind everything that we do. We want you to be the teacher that you want to be, you know, the teacher that you thought about when you came into this profession. I don't know, Jessica, if you had like this vision in your mind for yourself as an educator, but I certainly of did. Of course I did. Oh yeah. yeah. Since I was a little girl, you know, we all said that playing with our stuffed animals. Animals, doing my lessons. I definitely had a vision. <laughs> I used to, I think I've said this on the podcast before. I used to make worksheets for my brothers because I'm oh, five yeah. and six years older than they are. And I'd make them like do homework on the worksheets and all that. Mm-hmm. And it was so exciting to grade them, right? Like at yes. the time. And now I'm like, what was I thinking? But <laughs> back oh, then I was like, I get to grade. <laughs> yes. So we want you to be that teacher, right? That you always envision, be the teacher that you want to be. And we want you to be able to do great work in the classroom. You know, you get to be that teacher you always envision, but you're doing awesome work with your students. But the most important part that we really feel is that then you get to thrive, you know, and it's not just about thriving as a teacher, it's thriving as a person, right? As a being outside of the classroom. You know, I know sometimes for myself, I ran into this a lot that, my whole identity was teacher Mm -hmm. and it wasn't anything else. And it was really hard to kind of move out of that mindset and that mentality that my life is about a whole heck of a lot of other things that I value in addition to teaching. And I need to nurture those parts of who I am in order to be successful as an educator. And so I just, I really, that motto speaks, I think so much into what we do at EB academics. A hundred percent. And I think, So often, you know, as educators, we had it a little backwards and it was like, okay, well, my life will be more balanced or I will thrive once I get the grading done or once my lesson plans are done, or once, you know, my students finally understand how to write an essay for me, it'll get easier. It'll be better, but it's not reality. It's not how it works. We need to change our thinking. And that's what these questions we're hoping will help you start to do. Yeah. And this is actually an exercise that we did at our batch planning live event with our EB teachers back in June, beginning of July. Um, and it all stems from the fact that, you know, when we're trying to do great things in our classroom and do that great work and be the teacher that we want to be, you know, we're, we're not coming from a place of really understanding how powerful of a foundation our mindset is and how powerful of a foundation, like where we are as people and how we're feeling and the energy that we're putting out into like our work, into our classroom, into our world just impacts us. You know, one of our teachers was talking about how she was really hitting a roadblock when it came to planning and we did some digging with her and it turned out the roadblock was all her mindset and she 
she had to move through that foundational piece of what was going on in her mind. What was she thinking about? What were the limiting beliefs that she was having about herself as an educator in order to be able to actually move forward and make progress with the actual work? And it was just so fascinating. That came up time and time again. Like you have to have that foundational work of, of who you are being in order to impact the things that you do in your classroom and ultimately impact how you are able to thrive as an educator inside the classroom, but also more importantly, outside of the classroom. Right. Oh, so true. And that's when you'll really start to see results. Like, you know, when you have that balanced life and you are spending more time with your family and not stressed on the weekends and always thinking about the classroom. So it is pretty powerful stuff. And I will say like with this whole B mindset for myself, at least it took me a while to like truly understand it, practice it because so often I was like, uh, no, I just need to get back to work. Like I need to just finish my stuff. I'm so busy, but it's so powerful. Once you embrace this mindset and really your actions come from this place, like, wow, everything changes. It's crazy. It's fascinating. I know I've always been, I think a little bit more like on the like woo, like spiritual, Mm -hmm. like universe side, maybe than you have been. Yeah. Um, and so for me, it was interesting. Like the first time these concepts kind of came into our world, I was actually at the same time doing mindset practice with a teacher who came into our, my eighth grade class. Right. I remember that. And it was just so interesting because I was just listening to her, you know, every Tuesday and I'd be like, gosh, just having this 30 minute moment with her every Tuesday is changing my entire perspective on so many different things. And I, I think that we tend to take away, like you were saying from the importance of this, cause there's just so much else that we've got to do and get mm-hmm. done that we don't take the time to do it. But I've just felt this massive shift in myself as an educator, really like leaning into the mindfulness and embracing it. And it allows you to, to look at situations in a different way. You know, when I have a situation with a parent that's challenging and they're maybe being a little aggressive in an email, or I'm having a problem somewhere, my energy around that is really different when I've been practicing coming from a mindful place and coming from a different position, as opposed to being defensive or getting worked up, which is very much who I am and very <laughs> uptight, I'm a very uptight person. Um, and I, I don't know, I just think there's so much to be said about this. So I really hope that as you're listening to this episode, you start to take into consideration, you know, how, who you are being and how the things that you're thinking and the thoughts that you're telling yourself and the people that you surround yourself by and the energy that you bring into your life, how all of that truly does have a massive impact, not just on yourself as a teacher, but on yourself as a, as a human being, as a person. So I feel like that was a lot of background before we get into these questions, right? but so it's good important. Stuff, yeah. yeah. I love it. Okay. So I'm going to start by asking you a bunch of different questions. Um, there are 22 different questions and we want you to think about each of these, like which one of them is important to me or significant to me. Um, and then at the end, do you want to say something you're going to interrupt? Yeah. I was going to say, as you're listening, you can start to think to yourself, like, how would I rate these from zero to 10? So if like zero being like low, not excited, not good at this and 10 being like, I've got this. Mm -hmm. So just be thinking of those. And at the end, like Caitlin was about to say, I think we're going to ask you to like pick two or three that resonate with you. Mm -hmm. Yes. Perfect. Okay. Are you ready? Ready. Let's do this. All right. So number one, and be thinking about this, like Jessica just said on a scale of zero to 10, number one, how excited and lit up do you feel about teaching right now? 
Number two, how clear are you on the vision or the future of your teaching career? Number three, how often are you concerning yourself with what others are doing in their classrooms? Maybe even on Pinterest, Instagram, Facebook groups. Number four, how affected do you get by the criticisms and negativity coming from admin, from colleagues, from parents, from students? Number five, how well is your scope and sequence planned for the next school year, for this upcoming school year? Number six, how confident do you feel in your current teaching style? Number seven, How confident do you feel in the effectiveness of the lessons that you deliver? Number eight, how fast are you able to go from idea to implementation in your classroom? Number nine, how would you rate your ability to delegate tasks? Number 10, how effective are you at asking for help when you need it? Number 11, how would you rate your ability to convey and demonstrate leadership as your natural way of being? All right. That's halfway through the questions. Here are the other half. Again, rating yourself zero to 10. Number 12, how would you rate your effectiveness in communication? 13, how would you rate your ability to make decisions quickly and decisively? 14, how often do your students disappoint you with their lack of engagement? 15, how often are you doing things for your job that you don't want to do? We're not just talking about the things you have to do there, like grading papers, but maybe you're signing up to be in charge of a club or an activity, and maybe you really don't want to, you don't have the time for it. Number 16, How content do you feel about the amount of hours you work and energy you currently expend in your job? 17, how stressed do you feel in teaching day to day? 18, how would you rate your current health and nutrition regimen? 19, what's your current passion level around outside interests, hobbies, or activities other than school. 20. What's your current level of connection with family, friends, and loved ones? 21. How would your family, friends, and loved ones rate your current level of connection with them? And finally, 22. How would you rate your current connection and level of fulfillment with God, source, higher power, whatever you believe in? So these are 22 powerful questions that we do want you to ask yourself. And maybe you need to, you know, rewind or whatever you need to do to re-listen to this again and actually jot down your answers of zero to 10 on them if you want the visual. But we want you to go through them and pick two to three that really resonate with you. And then looking at those areas in your life and in teaching, think to yourself, okay, if things remained unchanged in this area, What becomes the almost certain future for you and your teaching career? How does this area remaining unchanged 
impact you or your teaching negatively and over time. And then from a commitment to improve in this area, what's the most important action you could take and by when? Maybe it's starting to do something. Maybe it's stopping doing something, or maybe it's completely changing how you do something. And then once we start asking ourselves those questions, that's when we can start thriving this school year because we're taking action on what's holding us back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that brings us kind of to the, the last part, like the wrapping up of the episode, you know, after you've looked at these and maybe we can even put them in the show notes on our mm-hmm. blog so people can yeah. go back and look through the 22 of them and really go through this exercise and start to think about, okay, well, what is my intention for this school year? Like, how am I going to take what I listened to on the podcast? How am I going to take this exercise? How am I going to take these questions that are really kind of forcing me to reflect on what's important to me? How am I approaching life? How am I being in my classroom? So that you then have a very clear intention to action, to make a change for yourself in your life. You know, we, it's great to have these conversations, but it's a whole other thing to actually take the steps necessary to make a difference for ourselves in our future. Right. And I say this all the time, like we are the creators of our own destiny. I talk about that in our book too, the empowered ELA teacher, like we have every ability to create the destiny and the future that we want. And it's just a matter of setting that intention and of doing the things and doing the work that we need to do in order to re realize and create that life that we want for ourselves. And so we'd love for you to actually share with us on social media. You know, this is some powerful stuff. It means a lot to us to hear from you guys. Send us an Instagram message or tag us on Instagram, post in our Facebook group if you're an EB teacher and let us know like what is really your intention now for the next 30 days, for the next 90 days. What are you going to take from those questions? What areas of improvement are you going to focus on and give yourself a timeline, a date and a way to actually get there so that your life looks different this school year and so that you can actually thrive inside, outside of the classroom, you get to do the things that you value outside of teaching, like read your kid a book at night and not be thinking about grading, you know, or one of our teachers, Fraulein, you know, talking about how she gets to make dinner for her family that she wants to do and, and can't couldn't before, you know, and then she's made changes in her life to make a difference for herself to do the other things that she values outside of school because life is short, you know? We should be happy. We should love our jobs. We should love the things that we get to do. We shouldn't be drudging through the days. And this is where that work really starts is with who we are right here on the inside. I'm pointing to my, my chest. (laughs) You can't see, but that's where it begins is right here, right inside, you know? So anyways, with that being said, share your intention with us on social media at EB academics or in our Facebook group. If you're an EB teacher, let us know what your intention is going to be for this week. Um, and really go through this exercise. Let us know how it went for you. We'd love to, you know, get your feedback on it. Cause this is the stuff that we love. This is stuff that we mm-hmm. think makes a, a whole heck of a lot of a difference. Do you have anything else that you want to add? Just to say, here's to a great school year. You know, there's nowhere to go, but up from last year. So <laughs> we're thinking of you all as you meet your new students and we're sending positive thoughts that it's just a successful start to the school year where you are feeling like you're ready to thrive and you're just excited to meet those new students and have a great year. Yes. 
Totally. And that totally ties into what we'll be talking about next week yes. on the podcast. So we're going to be talking all about re-engaging your students through collaboration and connection, right? That's what they missed out on so much last year. And we want to be able to bring that engagement one back into your classroom. Cause we know that you were really challenged with that as a teacher and, you know, our zoom world that we lived in last year, but also our students getting to have those human connections again, that we know a lot of them really missed out on. So we're stoked about next week's podcast episode. Thank you so much for joining us today, you guys. And we'll see you in a couple days next week. Bye everybody. Bye everyone.